When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome into another episode of the News for Jags podcast. Jamal St. Cyr here alongside Justin Barney. Justin, the off-season program officially Done. in the it, books. It went quick. I it mean, did. OTAs went quickly, and we got to, to talk to a lot of players and coaches, and then mandatory minicamp comes. We talked a lot more, and you finally closed the book on an off-season program, and players are off for five, six weeks, and back at it. Yeah. Back at it. So we'll be counting down. Uh, training camp starts at the end of July. Uh, but until then, we'll have plenty of content coming your way. Don't worry about that. Uh, but this is like optimism season. That's what yes. I always like to call it, call it. Optimism season. Every fan base, <laughs> every team, they yep. feel like they're going to the playoffs. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We have everything we need. Oh, let me tell you how great this player is that nobody's ever heard of, and he's going to be a star this year. Uh, Jaguars, I feel like optimism season started very early here in yes. Jacksonville. Like the second that, like maybe a day later, after the Jaguars lost to the Chiefs, it immediately was like, we're going to be back next year and we're going to be better. And guess what? We got Calvin Ridley, too. Uh, so I feel like optimism season is like full speed ahead and has been for a while. Yeah, you, you overachieved last year. You had a 9-8 and eight season that felt even better than that because of just how football starved for success this area has right. been. You win, beat the Titans in a primetime game to win the AFC South title. You follow that with a win over the Chargers and one of the biggest comebacks in NFL history. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, by the way, you go and play the Chiefs. And the Chiefs game really kind of showed what you needed to do in that offseason to address the inability to beat a Patrick Mahomes. And right. I think you made sparks to address that. Uh, you've added some big pieces to, to the equation. I think you're still not done um, exploring avenues to, to get better, to rush that passer, to bring down a, a Patrick Mahomes, but there's so much more excitement, intensity, optimism in this season, and I think it is warranted because of what we saw last year, and I do mm -hmm. think that the biggest reason for optimism this year, and you know, coaches said it all during mandatory minicamp and OTAs, is you know the buy-in from players, but to me, I think the optimism is Trevor Lawrence, you saw the ascent last year over those final 10, 11 games of the season, and you know he's only going to get better. You know Trevor no, is just do it over on, the course of a whole year. Is on yeah. that upward trajectory. He's poised to be the best quarterback in Jaguars franchise history. You see a different kind of Trevor, and he's in year two of the Doug Peterson, Press Taylor offense, right. and that's the reason why I think this offseason, the feeling, the excitement is so much different. Jacksonville finally has a franchise quarterback, right. and he's only getting better. And he's still young. It's third year for Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. That's the reason I'm excited. And interesting uh, we heard from Press Taylor during the final days of uh, during minicamp, and he said, I told Trevor in an exit interview last year, we build this game plan and this offense for you and then slot in everywhere else where everybody else goes. That is confidence, that is excitement, and that's why I think there's just such a different vibe around the Jaguars. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of talent around uh, Trevor Lawrence. Let's talk about some of the guys that have stood out through the offseason program. Of course, we always talk about Trevor. Um, just because he is such a pivotal 
part right. of the Jaguars. But uh, as they've gone through the offseason program, uh, there are definitely a few players that catch everybody's eye. One of them, Calvin Ridley. I think right. everybody universally who's seen this guy out on the field at this point has just been insanely impressed mm -hmm. um, just with the quality of athlete that he is and the, the preparedness and attention to detail that he shows up with every day. He's been off the field a year and a half, mm -hmm. you know, and he looks, I know fans couldn't see him out there the way we saw him, but I mean, running the, the drills and just how good his footwork looks and, you know, he's not out there catching passes and stuff from Nathan Rourke, uh, the, the third quarterback in camp, but man, he just looks so good. And yeah. I think the big thing for Calvin, he's still at he was still at mandatory minicamp with a lot of the rookies and stuff, and just the, just how focused he is out there and how loose. And, you know, during the, the final day of camp um, this past week, I, I saw Trent Baalke walk over to, to Calvin Ridley and fist bump him. And then, you know, Calvin Ridley, they had like a bro hug, and it was just so cool. And the excitement <laughs> on Calvin Ridley's face was genuine, and it's almost like when, when Calvin and Duck and – Trent saw each other for the first time when Calvin arrived at the facility and that excitement on the face and just that you're here, you fit. Right. And for a Calvin Ridley to, to feel that he is just connected to a city, they wanted him when he was damaged goods, right. they welcomed him here. And man, you could see that and feel that excitement out at minicamp just from his facial expressions mm -hmm. and how he interacted with Trent Balky and the other players. It just so, so exciting. All right, if you had to have one other guy on the offense that had stood out or caught your eye, who would it be? Yeah, I, during camp, I mean, I like Kendrick Pryor. He looked good. He was kind of the, a down-the-line fringe guy who may not make the team. Sure. I like the way he looked. Okay. I like Kevin Austin. I like how he looked. Sure. Uh, it's, tough to, it's tough to judge in training camp or mini camp. Yes, TAs it is stuff very. Because, you know, you're, you're running drills. You're catching passes with nobody on you. You don't have pads on. Mm -hmm. It's just different. So I liked, I looked and scrutinized a lot of these bottom of the roster players that are going to be fighting, you know, you got five or six guys fighting for one spot. Right. And I like the Kendrick Pryor. I like the Kevin Austin types. They look just good to me. Um, wasn't as impressed with some of the tight ends, the uh, Garrett Prince type. So I like some of the, the bottom of those roster kind of guys <laughs> that looked uh, look good, kind of the diamond in the rough guys. Yeah, a few of those wide receivers. Kevin Austin looks much improved from a year ago. Um, Undrafted free agent Elijah Cooks kind of catches your attention just from the size that mm -hmm. he brings out there on the field. Um, I also kind of like the way Tank Bigsby Tank. looked. He looks um, you know, like an yes. NFL running back from day one. Um, and Bryn Strange kind of uh, piqued my interest just because uh, he moves really well for a guy his size. And I wasn't quite confident in that just because he hadn't done mm -hmm. much on the field at Penn State. Not exactly eye-popping numbers there with the Nittany Lions. Uh, so I, I do like some of the things that we've seen from some of the guys on the offense. I think Trevor is surrounded by so much talent, a lot more right. talent. Like think about it back when like Trevor came in the league. What was it? DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, and um, I don't even remember who the third guy was. Yeah, not good. Oh, not Marvin Jones. It was Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones. That, was, Marvin that was your three. And then what? They had Chris Manhurts at tight end. Oof. First, yeah. first touchdown catch for Trevor as a pro. That's the, trivia. That's, the, that's the trivia question. So Chris Manhurts not here. A lot of those guys not here anymore. Um, Marvin Jones not here anymore. I, I love the receivers. I think they have the alpha in Calvin Ridley uh, potential. I think they have that perfect number two guy in Christian Kirk who had a career year last year. Yeah, I, I thought, and I've seen a lot of this written and, and talked about in the offseason about how Trevor's receivers were uh, uh, just not good last year and they needed a, a big-time upgrade at receiver this offseason. I wouldn't say they were not good. I would say they were unimposing. I, you know, 
Christian Kirk doesn't strike fear into your sure. heart as a defensive back when you see his size, not that big. Um, so, yeah, they didn't have that alpha guy. Um, I thought receiver needed an upgrade. You know, Marvin Jones was kind of just a guy to me. Zay Jones, you know, taken by himself, decent, but just kind of a guy. But I think they have Calvin Ridley there to unlock that potential with that right. group. I mean, Christian Kirk needs to be that 1B option. And I think right. Calvin, Calvin is that 1A option. And the addition of Calvin Ridley to this offense is is Huge. monstrous Huge. if he can play like the Calvin Ridley role. And that's a big question. That's a big it's the biggest in enigma right now because we just don't know. I mean, we're basing everything off of the old Calvin Ridley yep. when he's not played in a year and a half and hadn't felt those bruises and the day after the game recovery and stuff like that. So it, if he can be that old Calvin Ridley, this offense is going to be scary good. All right. On the other side of the ball, the defense, I think the one guy that's really jumped off the field at everyone that's watched is Andre Sisco. He, he came good. back to the team. I mean, extra muscle mass, looks just as fast as before, um, working hard. I think he's definitely caught a lot of people's attention. And uh, Andre Sisco had a really good year last year. And if he would have caught some of the interceptions that he dropped, right. people would be talking about him as a Pro Bowl player and a player that's uh, in the conversation to take this ascent. So I think he's a player that could take a, another step in his career this year um, and get himself into some of those postseason yeah. accolades. I love, I love that pick. And also like Devin Lloyd, I, I thought watching him at camp, I mean, he was at mandatory minicamp too. He wasn't released to, to go home with a lot of veterans like Trayvon Walker and such. Doug Peterson said that was his call to kind of keep some of those guys around. Yes, they were you know second-year players. They saw a lot of reps, but he wants to see more out of them. Chad Moon was another guy as well who was um, stayed around for mandatory minicamp. Um, Josh Allen looked good when he returned, I thought. Right. Um, but to me, Devin Lloyd, and, and then kind of piggybacking on what you said about Andre Sisko, I think Devin Lloyd looks better. He flowed better on the field. He was a little more active. I saw him make a one-handed uh, interception during drills. Um, so I like Devin Lloyd. I think he's poised. And I said it last year at the time. I like Devin Lloyd pick better than I like Trayvon Walker. It didn't pan out that way last year, but I like <laughs> I like Devin Lloyd. I liked him, what he looked like in camp this past uh, these past couple sure. weeks. So the big thing for me is seeing these players, the young players, take that second-year step. Right. And, man, in a situation like Andre Sisko, a third-year player taking that step. And Sisko, man, he looks like a block he of looks, granite yeah. back there. He looks good. And I want to give a shout-out. Foye Aluokin, technically the veterans had minicamp off. He showed up all three days, was in yeah. the classroom. Um, <laughs> just the dedication, the, the how far this culture around the team has come in just a short period of time. Um, a couple of guys that I'm kind of intrigued with, um, defensive line coach Brinson Buckner said Caleb Chason is a guy who we should keep an eye out on and that people have given up on, not ready to give up on him yet. Um, so that's interesting. He has actually looked good on, on the practice field, but again, Shorts, right. shirts, no pads. Um, and the other guy that Coach Buckner mentioned was Jeremiah Ledbetter. He said he's like 319 doing backflips. Said they did a, a, a defensive line challenge. Who could throw the ball the farthest? Said he threw it 50 yards from his knees. Um, so dude's, dude's a good athlete. Uh, been in the league a little bit, but he said, and he said that he, he thought it was time for Ledbetter to take that next step and really find himself a home and could do it and help the team. So those are a couple of guys that we keep an eye on. Uh, one guy I'm kind of intrigued by is Deshaun Dixon. He's making the switch from an outside line. Backer to a hand in the dirt kind of interior yep. defensive line, almost like that Dewan Smoot kind of role. 
um, that he played last year. So he packed on a little bit of extra weight. He's a crazy athlete. Raw came out of Norfolk State. He was the undrafted free agent from a year ago that made the roster. So he's an interesting guy that we'll have to keep an eye on once, uh, once camp rolls around. Um, but just, just a couple of notes there yeah. that, that I think are worth mentioning. So one thing I want to mention about the throwing a ball 50 yards on your knees, Kyle yes. Bowler. Oh, he, he could throw a ball 80 yards on his knees. First round draft pick of the race. Amazing. Going to revolutionize the game. And he was awful. So, uh, you, again, you take what you see in training camp and guys in shorts. Yeah. They look good. Caleb on chase on looked exceptional mm-hmm. during camp. You know, he, he was getting a lot of reps with Josh Allen out during OTAs. Yep. But, again, once those pads go on, and that's, that's why coaches are a little reluctant to put a lot of emphasis on these as more than just conditioning and getting things right because you don't have it's almost like the scouting combine yeah guys are great running a 40 in in underwear and putting up big big numbers there I mean but until those pads go on right you know you've got Kelly Smith look great at the combine and Kyle Bowler could throw uh, out of the stadium on one knee I mean until you get into that huddle and you see those how those players react and stuff that's why training camp is so important when you get on the field in training camp and you can see how things, I mean, Luan Winningham was a star of, you know, OTAs and mentor minute camp. That he was. See in, you see in Hey, camp. but he's balling in the XFL is, now, is, so. That was your guy. <laughs> Until you see those, you know, how things shake out during minicamp. When those pads go on and everything, yeah. it's a different story. So, but yeah, I, I'm surprised. I was impressed by some guys that I thought I would be impressed at. And then seeing guys like Kendrick Pryor, I mentioned him. Um, looking good, catching the ball. Kevin Austin, again, mm-hmm. was bad last year. Just did not look like a guy who belonged on a football field. He looks good this it year. He does look good. He looked good. It does look good. The pieces are some, – some guys just take a little bit longer yep. for the pieces to come together. Maybe that's a Kevin Austin type of player. Is, um, uh, is it a Caleb Vaughn type of player? I mean, that's I a – He's a, he's a key to this year's team. He, he would be. Fourth, if, if he starts playing like a first-round pick this year, all of a sudden everybody's like, wow, uh, you know what? Guess they didn't yeah. need that veteran pass rusher that we everybody keeps saying they need. And that's huge. That's huge yeah. because you know talking at camp and listening to coaches and uh, it's just so big from a salary perspective. Yes, Kalevon has not lived up to the 20th pick in the draft. I mean that I think that's universally right. um, agreed upon. I mean he would not have lived up to a second round pick or even a third round pick um, with what we've seen in his career. But again. He's a guy in a contract year, similar to Josh Allen. Right. Different situation. Josh is on his fifth-year option. Uh, Kay Levon did not have his fifth-year option picked up. Right. Fourth-year things last year in Jackson, unless he explodes and has a great season. Uh, but again, massive years, and you hope with those massive years that extra motivation pays off. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with Evan Ingram. We've seen it with Arden Key. I mean, we don't have to look too far back to no. see those guys on those motivated kind of contracts mm-hmm. really provide a, a playoff kind of um, you know, a fastball there. You know, Dewan Smoot, another guy that could get back into the equation and add some help at that pass rush position. Mm-hmm. Remember, Dewan tore his Achilles last year against the sure Jets. Did. He has not signed yet. His rehab is still progressing. So you could have a guy like a Dewan Smoot back in, which unfortunate because you and I have talked before, Dewan was in line for a massive payday, massive payday for Dewan Smoot. Um, so you hope Calevon can have kind of have that same emphasis where it's a last year for him, yeah. prove it kind of deal. 
you're not only auditioning for the Jaguars, mm -hmm. you're auditioning for 31 other NFL other teams. Other teams, yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it. We got a countdown to training camp that we're rolling. We'll have plenty of news for Jags podcast coming your way during the break as we kind of start to gear up and do some more previews of the team as we get ready and we really take advantage of optimism season <laughs> uh, here. Hey, thanks for tuning in for this episode, and we'll see you next time.